podcast, CapsCorner.com, your source for the report. I am Brad Franklin, publisher of CapsCorner.com, coming to you live from the Palatial Franklin States in the west end of Richmond, where it is Wednesday, May the 15th. Uh, Virginia basketball right now still in some, um, I guess you could call them um, developments or, or what have you. Behind the scenes, Cavaliers added uh, Thomas uh, Woldetensai. Uh, last week, um, which is an important piece for the Cavaliers in terms of next year's roster. Um, but there hasn't been a whole lot out there yet. Uh, the Hauser brothers have taken their official visits. Um, decision coming, we would imagine, later in the week. Um, still some grad transfers out there. Um, maybe even some 19s looking, or excuse me, some 20s looking to come in 19. But we thought we'd switch it up a little bit today since we are you know, technically in the offseason. Um we're going to do a little bit uh, something that we I believe we've never done before, which is a a full on draft on the podcast. Um, and we will explain the rules and parameters of everything that you're about to listen to and hopefully enjoy it. If not, uh, it's all Dave's fault. Uh, let's go around and introduce, introduce everybody before we get started up in Fishersville. The aforementioned David Spence is on the show. How are you, my friend? It's all my fault. That's all I know. Who Dave's on the board at Who Dave's on Twitter. That was your whole intro speech, huh? <laughs> You, you had a, you, you took the week off, you went to the beach, you came yeah, back, and that know, was the best you had, huh? Yeah, I was going to tease you, Brad, and oh, no. talk about you know, how I was anxious to not repeat all the great basketball gossip you gave us that you can't print yet. Oh, God, don't. <laughs> but, but I figured I wouldn't mess them up, and now you're, you opened it up for me there. Yeah, David. I did, didn't I? Uh, up in Arlington. Wait, you still live in Arlington, right? You moved. Are you still in Arlington? No, you're in Reston, right? Or are you in Arlington right now, and then you're going to be in Reston next weekend who are you talking to to you well you haven't introduced me yet oh my gosh justin ferber <laughs> on the podcast how are you my friend i'm well and i am in arlington okay um for the next wait don't ruin your opsec we don't want to we don't want you know we don't want uh creepy people to be trying to figure out where you live well, i still will never forget you somebody sending you money um when we were in charlotte that was the most amazing thing anyway continue I'm yeah sorry. Exactly. and then he's from arlington so that's what i'm saying like you know that was a uh, <laughs> Yeah, so maybe I'll just continue to say I'm from there because the people of Arlington are very generous. Add Justin underscore Ferber on Twitter. Cavs Corner also on Twitter. Cavs underscore Corner. Great place for the in-game updates, content items, and the occasional witty banter. Um, I just want to state for the record very plainly that for a very long time after you move, I will say, and in Arlington, and I don't want you to just go with it because you got to, you know, you got to break the wheel, um, Daenerys Targaryen style. Um, well, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> we can so, have a Game of Thrones podcast next week. Don't don't tease me. All right, don't tease me. All right. So here's the deal. So the other day I was thinking, uh, full disclosure, I am a purveyor of the podcast. I like I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of my nerd podcasts. Whenever there's some sort of like Apple event coming up, they'll do a draft and they'll you know come up with like uh, ideas of what they think that that the company's going to announce. And I thought, well, hey, we could do something like that here where let's let's pick. Let's pick a, a starting five plus a couple bench dudes of the best players to play at UVA for Tony Bennett. Um, toss it out to these cats. Apparently, these nerds are draft like aficionados. Like the second I mentioned this, like y'all went into like hyper. Like it would be like me on the day of Apple's going to announce some stuff. Y'all went into like super drive mode, which was actually kind of fun to watch. Um, I, I'm going to try to explain the rules, and and they'll speak up if I get it wrong. Um, even though it was my game, but. You know, hey, it's a team effort. All right, we're gonna pick five starters. Uh, we're gonna go in. We did. I did a random.com or is it random.org 
Um, Dave will have the first pick. I'll get second. Ferber will go third. We'll do a snake um, so that Ferber doesn't have to pick last every time. Although I initially said that that was what way we were going to do it, and he was very upset. Um, so these. I are, mean, there's just no reason for that. <laughs> but it was actually uh, as the person who was not in third, it was actually kind of funny for a second to think that you just would keep getting picked. Yeah, last. I mean, like, did I win a championship, and that's why, like, I have a lower pick or something? <laughs> like, um, so it, it, basically, we're, what we're what we're saying here is that these are the guys who are uh, who have played at UVA for Tony Bennett, and we're we're saying basically the peak performance. We're not going to like pick out you know this year so and so. Um, that would be way too technical, and I probably would probably bore even the most ardent UVA fan. So we're gonna say essentially that like player X at his at his best. Okay, um, we may or may not do a walk on at the end. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how much juice we have by that point. Uh, we're not gonna talk about our strategy and how we put our big board together or how we drafted. Um, but ultimately, the point here is to try to put together the best team, and that's the that is the um, the the rationale we're using for how to judge this. Not that necessarily any of us are going to be winners per se, but um, that's kind of where we're going. All right, anybody got any questions before we get started? No, I mean you couldn't. This couldn't be more off season, right? Right. It is. It's we are perfect. in the off season. It is pretty perfect. Um, all right, Dave, the floor is yours with the first pick in the twenty nineteen. UVA basketball player under Tony Bennett draft. Who do you select and 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 give us some some rationale as to why? All right, do I get two minutes just to sit no, here? You and do wait not get two minutes. We're not going right. to we're not going to do this podcast for four hours. <laughs> After much debate, talking to our talking to our scouts who've watched all the film, we're going to start with one defensive player of the year, ACC player of the year, Malcolm Brogdon, Dang. to start oh. the draft. All right. Not a very tough choice for me. I mean, some really good players, but to me, Malcolm leads the way. Malcolm, he's, he shouldn't be in the middle. He's leading. Yeah. I am, he, was, he was number one on my board. He was number one on my board. Yeah. I'm very angry, though, that you didn't refer to him as Uncle Malcolm. That was a, that was a party foul in your fault, in your hand, and, <laughs> and honestly, I don't think you can recover from that in this draft, regardless of how good I really can't. Yeah. Um, I, can't. I mean, yeah, I thought Malcolm was the clear guy at the top of the board. Um, just in terms of his overall sort of imprint and um, his game. I mean, if you're looking to to have a five, a dude who can go get you buckets, who can create for other people, and who is a defensive stopper, kind of, you know, fits the bill. Um, yeah. Did you give any thought to going anywhere else, or was he just easily the number one and you just moved, you moved forward? I mean, Well, you might not want to give your board away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you you, you notice you notice that CC what I was doing there forever because I got a I got a pick before him in the next round. All right, so with Malcolm brought with Uncle Malcolm off the board, um, that does sort of mess me up because I guess now Jay Huff is available, so um, I can do that. No, oh, doing this already, huh? <laughs> the clear number two, <laughs> clear number two, Jay Huff, I love you. All right, um, my second pick, I, gosh, I don't want to talk too much about my strategy because I don't want to give it away. Um, I did not, but I will say this. I do not have like a, I, I did not go like full on big board, you know, Mel Kuyper style. I, I, I did it a little bit differently. So now I'm trying to f- decide which way I want to go. Um, I think I'm going to take with the second pick in the 2019 UVA basketball under Tony Bennett draft. I'm not going to do that all night. Um, I'm going to take Ty Jerome. Um, not necessarily because, uh, strictly because you took Brogdon and, and or whatever. I just think that if I'm building a team for me, um, 
I, I got to start with a guard, and there are not that many guards who I think can do at least they've, they've played at UVA under Tony. Guys who who can be as versatile as he is if Brogdon's off the board. So that's why Ty Jerome. Boom. There's our first shocker of the night. Is that really a shock to you? We'll, we'll talk. I, mean, I don't think I it's would, a reach. I would I say that I would say yeah. I had I had two players. I have two players higher than him on my list, but I was expecting to take him because I thought Brad was going to take somebody else. All right. So go ahead. For go ahead. Okay. Take so I pick. have the next two picks. Um, do 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 think, do do do. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, good players. Um, a lot of good topics. Um, <laughs> I am going to take DeAndre Hunter third. All right, hold, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta write it down. Okay. The most talented player that Tony Bennett has had, uh, likely the first lottery pick. Um, defensive player who can guard one through four with a ton of offensive potential. Uh, yeah, just makes sense. Um, with my next pick, I really didn't think it was gonna fall like this. Um, but I'm gonna take Mike Scott. Ooh. So, yeah. So now I'm on board. So. Well, now you're going to have uh, a lot of trouble guarding my team uh, because we have two dudes who can get to the basket and score around the rim and also can make jump shots. Um, I was not expecting to take both of these guys because I thought, honestly, that Hunter would go second. Um, so I was probably going to go Scott and Jerome, but I'm, I'm happy with what I have. Obviously, I have some holes to fill, but you know, we got a lot of picks to go. I like that. It has some holes to fill. We got some. We got some defensive versatility and some offense, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I I was hoping Mike Scott would 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 survive for my second pick, but I wasn't necessarily very uh, confident in that. Um, I think my choice here is really between two dudes, and and I'm not really sure in this moment which way I want to go. But if I'm if I'm having to beat Ferber's team with with Dre and Mike Scott together, and I've got Ty Jerome, I need somebody who can can score, but somebody who can play defense. Um, I'm gonna go with Joe Harris. I think uh, I think that's yeah. I think pretty that's, good pick. I think that's <laughs> probably the no. number I'm, two on my board. Yeah, you had you had Joe number two on your board, huh? Wow, yep. wow, I do. Interesting. All right, yeah. all right. I, I just feel like if if you've got Ty Jerome and Joe Harris, you can do a lot of things with some other pieces because of sort of the way they fit together. So, well, you're going to be raining threes on people right now. So yeah, from deep. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave, your, your choice closes out in the second. Yeah, round. I, got, I got two picks back to back. As you know, uh, I started with, with the uncle. Know. Um, no, 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 I you can't, you can't, no, 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 you can't revise history. <laughs> now you, you can't start dropping yeah, it in there. Now the, uncle. the guy named the uncle forgot to call the uncle. Now I can't call the uncle. Um, got him. In the first round, yeah, you know Malcolm can kind of play that two or three, but there's a really good two who can shoot the three really well sitting right there on my board. I can't let them slip to one of you guys. I don't want to get threes dropped on my head, so Mr. Kyle God's going to move into my into yeah. my starting lineup. That's a yeah. smart pick. <laughs> yeah, that's a good look. So now I've got Malcolm with Kyle. Um, be a good look, and so now I'm I'm lacking some bigs on my team and. But I'm looking at the draft board and thinking what's coming, and I've got Kyle, I've got Malcolm. I'm looking at Mr. Cali Cool here. I I need you took Todd Jerome. I, I got to have a point guard to lead this team, 
and London Perantes became, you know, always cool, always led the team well, but became you know a really really good scorer towards the end of his career. Um, I won't say where I have him on my board. Probably probably drafting him a little high compared to my board, but for my team makeup, uh, I'm going to go London Perantes with my. First pick in the third round. Interesting. I did that not... was that was smart. <laughs> I did not expect that. Um, I was not expecting it either, but he wasn't making it past me. Oh, so, yeah, okay. I figured as much. Hence the hence the early bar. All right. Um, all right. So if you've got three guards and Ferber's got basically two bigs, well, not really. I mean, you can't really count Dre as a big big. Um, he's going to have to go guard. You're going to have to go big. Um. I think I'm going to go with some versatility um, to add to my three-point shooting ability, and I'm going to go with Akil Mitchell because I think I, – I, I just like the idea of pairing Ty Jerome with, with anybody from that era, um, but especially those two. I think that would be really fun to watch. I actually think – We too, think of Akil Mitchell as like a defensive guy, but he scored 13.1 this <laughs> Yeah, you know, he, yeah he his offensive game, game is definitely underrated now because yeah. you think about him as like a defensive stopper, but he was more than that. Well, and then too, like in 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 terms of the way he fit with sort of what probably <laughs> Tony Bennett number two, right? <laughs> Tony Bennett is coaching all of our teams. It, it, it just in thought of like Ty Jerome could get him the ball in good spots is what I think, um, especially you know flare screen, um, all that kind of stuff. So. I just think, uh, I just yeah, think. and with with Ty, who, who do you have Ty and I have Ty and Joe Harris. Yeah, and you you need some you need some wingling, some guys to help you when they when you get in pick and roll with those two guys. So it's a good move. Yeah. All right, Ferber, take it. End us end us in the third. Get started in the fourth. Yeah, two picks here. Um, yeah, little little slim pickings at guard right now. Um, but I'm not a believer in. I, I want to assemble the best possible team. Uh, I got a lot of size. I got a wing, but I'm going to add another one, Justin Anderson. Um, so now I have Justin Anderson, DeAndre Hunter, and Mike Scott. So I have a big team, but, I mean, Justin, I think, can play the two. Uh, I think that, you know, you have a lot of versatility with that team. Very physical team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a uh, – The best it, NBA it made, team we've assembled so far. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's – <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that my team has some strengths and weaknesses. One of them is probably going to be just like ball handling. But, I mean, my shooting is probably better than people realize if you look at the percentages because Justin Anderson's last year UVA shot a ridiculous percentage from three. And so did DeAndre the past two years. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Happy to have him on my team for sure. Um, I also have two guys i have probably the most talented guy and then two guys that you absolutely want in your corner during games um the next pick i'm going to go completely down the board from where i thought i'd be picking at this point but i really need a guard i need somebody who can handle the basketball there's not a ton of guys left uh that necessarily it's it's tricky because i think i need a a number one like i just need a point guard um so i'm going to take kihei clark um Way oh. earlier than I thought I would, but he's off the board. I trust he him. Clark. Off he the board of the fourth hey, round. Hey, 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 moderator, start that pick so we can talk about that after the draft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can definitely talk no, about that. No, I think that's there, a good – because I had the same discussion with myself. Yeah. There is another guy further down the board that I thought yeah. about taking over him, but um, 
Kihei, I think, would be a good fit with my team just because we have a lot. We have a ton of physicality. We don't necessarily need that at all five positions. Uh, he's a guy that can lock down on the ball. Um, our our defense is going to be legit. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it, it's – I honestly uh, – we'll talk about strategy after the draft. I didn't think he would be my starting point guard, but, but I will definitely take him. Mm. Interesting. All right. So – at this point on my board, I've got the point guard I had above anybody else and the small forward I had above everybody else. And I've got the center above everybody else. And I don't have any other options because Brogdon and Mike Scott are not on the board. Um, so I'm going to go with, um, God, I wish I knew his full name, Mr. Anthony Gill, um, mainly because good luck trying to, uh, in this pick and roll um version of reality that I've established for myself. Uh, Ty Jerome and Joe Harris are going to eat, and you're going to struggle to defend my uh, my pick and rolls. That's my uh, that's my thought process right now. All right, Anthony Gill in the fourth round to me. Dave? Yeah, that was a pretty savage pick considering you knew my, my roster. So I, I would have liked to have a scoring guy. So I'm going to have to move down the board. I'm looking at who I have on the team right now. You know, I've got two back-to-back picks. It doesn't matter which order I pick these. But um, with London, Kyle Guy, and Malcolm Brogdon, I've got – they can score a little bit. Um, but I, I need a guy who can rebound and kind of be the anchor of the team. And I'm going to go – probably this is one who might be higher and lower on, on your draft board depending on who you are. But I'm going to go a little down my board. But for need, I'm going to take – Z right here, Mr. Zay, Isaiah Wilkins. Um, just because I think he fits what I've got working. I don't need a whole lot of points, but I need I need a guy who can play the four for me. So I'm going to go Isaiah off the board with my last pick in the was this the fourth, fourth round. round? Yeah. One, one thing I thought of is we're going to look back and realize that somebody assembled like an entire team. It'll be like, oh, you have the entire 2016 team or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like I just realized that. I, I was like, we've yeah, dabbled just and we've mixed it up just enough. Like the cards are just shuffled a little bit so that like yeah, nobody like, calls them Kyle, a steal. Kyle and Malcolm never played together for Dave's team. Like yeah. DeAndre and Justin. Ty and Joe together. on my team, you know. Okay. Right. Yeah. Just enough. All right. Yeah. Dave, fifth round. Go ahead. Get us started. Fifth round. I mean, I've got two options here. I can fill my. Need I need another big. Um, sorry, I got to mark off who I just drafted. But I also got three spots on the bench I can fill, and some talent out there that's probably higher on my board. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I've got a few guys that have gotten kind of got jumbled up there who I can take and fill my starting roster. But with Mr. Devin Hall sitting there and the player he became as a senior, junior, senior. Um, Worst case, he, I can't think of a better guy to be the first guy off my bench, can can run a little point and play the two or three. So I'm going to go Devin Hall with my first pick in the fifth round. That's an interesting choice. I, uh, so I I'm just trying to keep you off from getting him. That, I was going to say, he was he was, he was was definitely going to be my my, uh, my dude. Uh, before I get to my pick, let me uh, let me do my, my advertisement for the evening um, because who knows if I forget about it, uh, I'll be in trouble. Uh, the Caps Corner Podcast brought to you tonight by Thorium Wealth. Do you own a small business? Do you have a hard time finding partners to help with the kinds of problems that you face every single day? Thorium Wealth is the business owner's financial partners. Data-driven personal service focused solely on the needs of small business owners just like you makes Thorium Wealth different. The advisors at Thorium Wealth have spent more than 35 years working with the unique financial challenges the business owners face every single day. 
Unleash the power of Thorium Wealth to help you and your business grow and prosper. You can visit thoriumwealth.com for more information and full disclosures. That's thoriumwealth.com, T-H-O-R-I-U-M, wealth.com. Our thanks to Thorium Wealth for their support of this show and all of catscorner.com. And also for tongue-tying me every week. It's ridiculous. You'd think at some point I would get this right. All right. Hey, Dave, do you own a small business? <laughs> yeah, no, I, every time, I, every time I do that ad read, I think I feel, feel like I'm talking specifically to <laughs> Dave's going to be like, yes. I do, actually, Brad. Thank you, for, thank you for reminding me. All right. Uh, meanwhile, back on the uh, 2019 um, CavsCorner.com podcast draft. Brad, you want to just run through everybody's team real quick? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. All right, so so far, Dave has uh, five dudes in the barn. He's got Malcolm Brogdon. He's got Kyle Guy. He's got London Perantes. He's got Isaiah Wilkins, and he's got Devin Hall. Ferber and I each have four. Uh, I have Ty Jerome, Joe Harris, Akil Mitchell, and Anthony Gill. Ferber has uh, DeAndre Hunter, Mike Scott, uh, Justin Anderson, sorry, I couldn't, Anderson. I couldn't read my own writing, and Kihei Clark. I still can't believe Kihei Clark got on the board. That's crazy. Okay, um, with my pick, I'm yeah, going to I'm going to finish out my starting lineup, and I'm 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 a, I'm in an interesting spot because I feel like you could play like there's enough ball handling between Joe Harris and and uh, and Ty Jerome that if I didn't want to go guard here, I didn't I don't have to. Um, because I'm not really worried about Kihei Clark getting under Ty Jerome's skin. And I'm not really worried about Justin Anderson if Joe Harris is, is the guy. If if I like how you're just worried about my team. No, I'm, I happen to be looking over there. So then it, on Dave's side, all right, so his point guard is London. His He he, he might have Devin Hall. He might have Brogdon. Brogdon would obviously be a good defensive stopper. But I like Joe Harris's length against him as well as Ty Jerome. So I'm not, I don't feel like I'm in any sort of rush to go get a guard and to to the point earlier there's not a whole lot out there um in terms of being able to go find uh, a dude who could really make an impact so i am going to solidify what i think would be a monster starting lineup um and i'm going to take Mamdi diakite here and i'm going to dare you to try to score inside against a, a defense that has Mamdi diakite and akil mitchell on it um i'm also going to trust that um Somebody can. I mean, I'm I'm guessing I could put uh, Momney on Dre or Brogdon and and see what happens. But if nothing else, I've got Mitchell on the backside. So I think I don't know. I think that's a really interesting group, yeah. and I'm I'm excited to have it. I'm going to say Malcolm gets. I, I like I like Momney a lot, uh, but I think I, I think. I think the Uncle Malcolm uh, probably gets Mamadi in foul trouble in about 30 seconds. <laughs> well, it, it, well, actually, what would happen is Joe would you start on You reach out to young buck. <laughs> Joe would start out on him. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, and the question would be then, if Joe is on, if I'm, if my squad is playing your squad, if Joe's on, on Brogdon, what am I going to do with Perantes and Guy? Um, Jerome would get one of them, and then I'm guessing Akil Mitchell would have to do some crazy stuff like he did against Jabari Parker. Uh, anyway, Ferber, you are up next to close us out in the fifth round. Yeah, um, I'm going to take a guy that I think gets forgotten about a lot um, to be my starting center, Mike Toby. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> he was going to yes. be my he was very good my backup center. player. Maybe not the best defensive player, but I think I got a lot of defense and, and versatility and length. So I think he's a guy that will just he'll clean up around the rim um, with the other guys. I think he'll he'll be open a lot when you have Dre and, and Mike Scott and Justin Anderson. So. I think he's a good fit for my team. Uh, I'm going to double down and take another guard. Um, 
I almost took this guy in the last round, so I'm glad he's here. Uh, right now. Uh, Sammy Zaglinski. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so now, yeah, I needed some. I, I mean, I don't think I really need shooting. The guys I have on my team aren't really known for shooting necessarily, even though Mike Scott's been tearing it up in the NBA recently. Um, Sammy Zaglinski, he's a guy that can play on the ball. He's a guy that can, you know, come in and play the two. He's played off the ball. So I think he's a good asset for my team. I guess technically he'd be coming off the bench, but I mean, I could, you could, you could mix my lineup up. I mean, I've gotten, I've had two, I believe two uh, ACC six men of the year on my team. So we have a lot of guys that are willing to, to sacrifice and come off the bench. Interesting. So Sammy Zaglinski did not expect to see that one. Um, well, maybe, maybe I should have. Uh, I was gonna. Well, you're gonna be picking some bad players at the end of this draft. <laughs> well, not bad. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you yeah. remember Sammy, Sammy had a really good career. He's just kind of overshadowed. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because he played on bad teams. Like, yeah. yeah. And he actually was on that first tournament team, which is insane. Like he was somehow still playing, but yeah. Like he 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 had a nice little run. Yeah, he did. Um. So, having gone big with my pick in the the uh, fifth round, I really need to go back guard. With Sammy Zaglinski off the board, uh, I'm going to go with Bub. I'm going to go Jontel Evans. If nothing else, that gives me a nice little uh, a piece I can move into the lineup whenever you have Kihei Clark on the floor um, or when I want to switch some things up. Um, I also think he'd be a good matchup for Perantis. I think that would be fun to watch. Uh, so, yeah, give me uh, Jontel Evans with the uh, my pick in the sixth round. Yeah, I had Jontel and Sammy higher than you all probably think on my board. Um because point guard's kind of important. Uh, now, what I'm looking lacking is, you know, I've got Isaiah, who, who's a defensive force, but lacks size. So I need to get some size in my five. And a couple guys I'm looking at, one I'm probably going to kick myself for not taking, but I get two picks in a row. So maybe I'll take them both right here. <laughs> um, That's I'm gonna not go impossible. Darian, I'm going to go Mr. Darion Atkins to complete my starting five. Um, I like his athleticism, kind of an acute light player um with a little bit of offensive punch and i think he would team up well with what i've got working so darion to complete the sixth round of whatever we're calling this thing um <laughs> i'll come up with some name tomorrow yeah so we've Ooh, got so now i'm looking at um i've already got one guy coming off the bench in devon hall so i got a guard i still i still like some size on the run up against a couple of you guys I know who I want to pick, but I just can't do it. I'm going to have to go to the – I'm going to go to the Kiwi here just because I think if I need to come in and knock one of your – need to Mike, knock Mike Toby around, I'd like to have Jack Salt. So. Gosh, I can imagine that matchup. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess they were on the same team. Yeah, but it could, happened. Could you, like, could you find – like, could you – if you could combine those two players into one player, like the strengths of each one. We'd probably win a national title. That the guy would be Ivan Drago. Like, <laughs> I mean, you would you'd have like a guy. Mike Toby had amazing touch around the rim. He could shoot. Like, he could do yeah, all can you imagine Jack Salt and then Jack team. Salt just yeah. crushing people and, and then playing good defense? Can that was Mike Jack Toby's Salt's... biggest limitation yeah. was his rim protection wasn't exactly. You imagine Jack though, like coming out above the three point line to set the screen, knocking the dude down, and then catching the ball hitting the three because <laughs> because Toby hit a few. Yeah. He, yeah. That'd be amazing. Maybe um, that's Kafaro. So, all right. So one of the things we did say at the outset of this draft was we were taking UVA players. 
that's not to say that we are unable. Oh, this is going to be some weird, something <laughs> weird right here. I can already tell. So he's either Shayok or Thompson. Who are you taking? <laughs> uh, I, I'm taking uh, Mariel Shayok. Um, you don't. Yeah, you just don't get the Iowa State. Yeah, there. I don't get the I don't get the Mariel from Iowa State. Although we kind of knew that he had that potential, right? Oh yeah. Um, uh, and he I'm going to save their asses in that UNCW <laughs> game. I mean, he really did. Yeah. Like I think I, I think for me. A little bit more length. I mean, maybe Mariel never turned into the defensive stopper. A lot of folks thought he could turn into, but um, I, I think you know he was arguably at times the best player on that 2016-2017 team. Um, the one that uh, lost to Florida by like eleven. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna add Shayok on my uh, on my roster. Ferber, give us uh, your pick in the seventh round, and then get us started in, in the eighth, right, the eighth and final. It is it is tough now. Um, so now you're trying to figure out like how to clean, like finish up the team. Uh, I probably need another big. I probably need another guard. It's it's just it's brutal. I don't like. I, I feel like the depth right now is at like the the wing position, and I don't necessarily need that. Um, this is tough. Um, man, this is great radio. <laughs> great, yeah. But this is the nature of the beast, you know. And what yeah, I'll do is I'll I, come I in. I have out. a few. I have a few bigs that are like interesting in different ways. Um, I'm gonna take. This is gonna be. This is not a guy I thought I was gonna have on my team. Oh, no. Um, I'm gonna take Asan Sen. Wow, <laughs> that just happened. That did. Yeah. That, yeah, that just, just happened. happened. Wow. And the reason I'll have to go off my board. I'll I'll explain why. His last year UVA, he was actually pretty serviceable. Um, but what I need him for is off the bench. I need rim protection because, like I just said, Mike Toby doesn't necessarily give you that. And while I have DeAndre Hunter, Mike Scott, Justin Anderson, guys that are really athletic, I, I think I need still need a big guy against certain teams to be able to shut down, like just, just handle the rim. Um, it was between him and one other guy. Uh, I'm going to go with him. I, I, this is a situation where Jay Huff might have more talent, but I already have a Jay Huff. <laughs> like, so I don't, I don't need another one. Hmm. All right. Last pick this one. Oh, this is going to be controversial. I think. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to take a player who didn't probably played, I wouldn't say the fewest games under Tony Bennett because uh-huh. we know that. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not taking him, but I'm going to not Austin Nichols. I'm going to take a guy that did not play many games for Tony Bennett, but was very talented. Sylvan Landis. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So I think he can he can play he can play point guard a little bit. He can play off the ball. Uh, great score. Um, well, his coach, class. Um, didn't we agree that like little Tony Tony one Tony two Tony three are coaching these teams? So, so you basically are playing seventy because Tony's not putting Sylvan in the game. Oh yeah, I guess that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I didn't I'm just mess with you. Um, He's a good talent. He was on my well, list. wait till I, wait till I get to my walk-on pick, and then I can make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I uh, so with at this point, I'm looking at my roster. I've got Ty Jerome, Joe Harris, Akil Mitchell, and Anthony Gill. Um, I've got Mamadi Diakite. I've got John Taylor Evans and Mario Shaq. I could really use another big, um, probably, you know, um, not necessarily a necessity, but there's not a whole lot of, you know, two guards, uh, 
lying around. I actually thought about Landisburg. Coincidentally enough, I have on my computer screen right now the Ken Palm numbers from the 2009-2010 season and was looking at Landisburg uh, when Ferber actually started talking. Um, ACC Rookie of the Year once upon a time. Gosh, that's right. So I think realistically, Not under Tony Bennett, though. realistically, my choices come down to uh, Mustafa Farrakhan. Um, and, <laughs> and then I was also thinking about, um, Darius Thompson, but I'm, I, I, what if I, what if I combined, what if I combined the, the guard like skills of a three point shooter and the height of a center? What if he was like seven foot tall and could shoot three pointers? Wouldn't that be a nice thing to have on your bench? <laughs> I, I wrote I'm, down Jay Huff like Evan Nolte. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Jay Huff. I, yeah. I just not necessarily for the fun for the fun of it. Uh, I although, put BF8 next to Jay Huff when you started talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that means for my team, but that's I, you know I've got the biggest team. There's no you doubt got about the that. Biggest fan base. Yeah, that's true. I got the unicorn. Everybody's everybody's behind me. That's true. I, man, you put Jay Huff and Joe Harris on the same team. Woo. All right, Dave, finish us up. All right, so I've got, um, you know, we know, we know my starting five. I've got Devin Hall and Jack Salt on the bench. I need a kind of a more versatile guy. Um, I'm down to a couple guys like Evan Nolte, who didn't, you know, who had, had the kind of the yips he got, but such a great defender even during the yips. Um, he's on my list. Good bench. Mustafa right? would be on my list. KT Harrell kind of would probably pop up. Yeah. Um, but I, Darius Thompson for sure. I want to be a little this is probably a little silly because we're we're going on their peak so far at uva but i'm going to put braxton key on my bitch bench um on your bitch huh oh wow. on my bitch wow. yeah, right on my bitch easy now right there in the number three spot um yeah i'm gonna go with braxton key just because he's such a good defender um and that's what i'd be looking to him for yeah i think his offensive upside's good but i can only get what he's shown here but i'll take his defense um i would love the offensive pop punch that Darius could bring me but I can't pass up a guy who who's taller and can help me guard all the wings I've got to face with you guys yeah I mean I think Braxton he like he didn't hit his ceiling I think we'll see more from him next year yeah me too I I think that he didn't hit his ceiling often but we saw I mean that Florida State game he had like 20 something points or whatever like he can score yeah um I mean he just he needs to finish better around the rim. I think his three-point shot never really got to the place where it was at Alabama. But I think you can – like, when I watch that guy play, like, he's he's just a basketball player. Like, he, he can – he's going to be fine. Like, I'm not worried about him. Like, yeah, when you get to this I think point that's a, this... that's a fine – he's better than players that have been picked in this draft. Yeah. And I'll, I would say if your board looks like mine at this, at this point, like, most of the guys have – are either more defensive or more offensive. You know, Darius and, and uh, Mustafa and KT – Definitely more on the offensive side, and they can have, help you defensively. They're more chance takers on defense, and then you got Key and Nolte, who, at least you know during the Grizzly UVA, turned out to be more defensive than offense. And then James Johnson, who, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like we're kind of scratching uniform the, the, too. It seems like we're scratching here at the bottom, but I mean, like we could do this for the Dave Lato era, and you could really see some teams. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that's you not got a bad play. Like Braxton Key was the first round. Yeah, Braxton Key, Darius Thompson, like. 
Darius Thompson hit the shot at Wake Forest and, and scored double digits multiple times. And Evan yeah, Multi had a couple of I huge mean, games. There, if we had to go, to me one, it was kind of amazing. I, I was gonna say if we had to go one more, if we if we decided to add one more round, I could totally like for real, like not of the yeah, that would dudes, be tough. I, I probably would be okay because I I get to pick in the middle, but the third pick might be tough because I mean one of us would take Darius Thompson, right? Yeah. Um, then you got Evan. You could take Nolte. I, I think the other guy for me. I have I have Paul Jesperson ahead of yeah. Nolte, but Jesperson really didn't do much. Like, yeah, it's, I, I guess maybe I'm thinking about him from from Northern Iowa. I mean, I think if you're going to take a guy like Shayok, then you have to look at KT Harrell. Who, who well, KT Harrell was also too. on my board. He was he was my he was my board. other guard. But I mean, like you would have taken one of the him and Thompson. The third pick would have been tough. You know. I mean, so who is your who is everybody's best remaining player that didn't? Get how about we do it like this? All one? the guys on my board are the gone. one. Uh, my best remaining player was Nolte. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I didn't. Yeah. So what I did no, was yeah, I went through and I picked. I, I basically set up my 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 tiers or my hierarchies. Let's say hierarchy. Hierarchy at point guard. Hierarchy at shooting guard. Hierarchy at uh, small forward, power forward, yeah. and center. I did it the same way. And so once once he took Brogdon, I was like, well, I don't think anybody. I think I figured you would go Dre. I didn't think that you would go Mike Scott second so i thought all right he's either gonna one of either mike scott or joe harris is gonna be available and if they go and if i get joe harris then i'm gonna go big because at that point i figured i figured dave would take kyle guy i did not think dave was gonna go london perantis with the first pick in the third round though i did yeah see that's what screwed me up the two things that screwed me up were you taking ty jerome because i was planning on you taking dre so i was like i'm gonna take mike scott and ty yeah because there's, been there's like no yeah. There's like three, I love those two on the same team. Well, there's like three. There's like three point guards. So I was like, well, yeah, that's I, ultimately I, why I decided. I decided I was like, look, if I can get the best player at a position, and it's the weakest position, then I should probably do that. You know. And that's why I didn't have Harris as high because I I was like I can get there's so many wings like I can get Justin Anderson later. See, whatever. my thing with 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 the wings though was once Brogdon and Guy were off my board, right, and I had. Jerome, I could I could go small, but what I really need was another Dre kind of guy, and mm-hmm. I thought Joe was as close as I was going to get, right? Um, and then with Mitchell at Gill and Diakite, I run that because I was like, all right, I've got the best point guard, I've got if not the best small forward, the only other real legit small forward. Let me just put some length and athleticism on the floor and, and see what happens. Yeah. Um, I I think I I had Arion Atkins pretty high. If I had like if I listed them all out, um, my point guard I had Jerome and then I had Perantes and then uh, Clark and Evans. But if I listed them out, Atkins would have been a little bit higher than probably either of you guys. I really I really think he he would have been perfect for for my team, honestly. Yeah, that's why I took Clark because in the fourth because it got to a point where I was like, if I wait any longer and he goes, I'm gonna have John Tell Evans. And no offense to to John Tell, but like I you know. It was it, you're running out of point guards, like yeah, yeah. That's why I took London early. I just thought, I mean, I like Sammy, I like John Tell, and I like Kihei. I just think there's a more of a drop off between there's them than say Darion versus. I just I just Jerome assumed I just Mingil. assumed stupidly that Ty wouldn't go in the top two, so I was like, I'll be able to get him and Mike Scott. Um, yeah, Jerome, Mike, Jerome went Mike a lot Scott, earlier than I expected. Dre. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought Mike Scott would go second. And then I was thinking maybe there's an off chance that Brogdon falls to me, and then that's perfect. <laughs> Who'd you whoever. think I was going to take first, Dre? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I thought you would take Brogdon. 
but I was like, maybe, you know, something. Maybe happened. he's an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, what, well, what you do is if you're the third pick, and this is oh, how yeah. teams do it, you have three. You, all right, well, two possible players will go ahead of him. So who's third on your board? And then right. you just work for them. Right. But, and if one of those other guys falls to you, but I wasn't, the, the strategy was take a point guard and Mike Scott. And that didn't work because you took Ty Jerome. So, and then I was, I, I mean, I could have taken London there, but that would have made my team worse probably. Yeah. And, so, and so that's, the, that's a really overvalued spot for him. That's and, what I'm saying. Then know. I, then my team would be Deandre in London. I thought like, I thought that putting that getting Jerome when I did, even though you had two picks, that's one thing about it is in hindsight, I really wish I hadn't told you guys what the order was going to be. Um, and like literally would have like, I would not have done it until we like on, we, we were on the podcast, you know? So I wouldn't have known either. Like it, like we literally all found out together. Um, because there was a lot more strategy once you knew who was picking what, like I, I was pretty sure that Dave was going to take Brogdon. I was very prepared for Dave to take Hunter or Jerome. Those were the only three options I thought he would he would choose because I was thinking he would want to he would want to start because I me mean, again we haven't had this team coached by Tony Bennett right so like I was thinking you'd want to you would you would want to start with some sort of guard or or perimeter guy um, yeah and so I figured all right he's going to take Brogdon I'll take Jerome and then I'll wait and see what Ferber does and then he'll either leave me Joe Harris or Mike Scott and then that'll dictate the way my team gets built. But so, Bray, you didn't do a top ten. You did just position. By position. I did positions, but like if I had listed them off, like I would have, I would have had, I would have had Brogdon, Jerome, um, Hunter, Scott, Harris, and then I would have had Gill, uh, Mitchell, Gill. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have had. I mean, I, I don't mean any disrespect. I mean, again, if anybody, anybody who happened to have played and listened to this, I don't mean any disrespect for this. I'm, I'm, I'm judging you by your teammates. There's some recency I, bias. Yeah, I would not have had Justin too, Hanerson but. that high, that high. I would not have had. I would not have had Perantes, Wilkins, or Hall that high. I mean, I I'd thought about <laughs> Hall at that point strictly because it was on my team. Um, <laughs> I just, I just thought that, like, I mean, I think. Look, I don't mean to be mean, and again, I'm sorry, no, no. but like. You have three players among your top five who were basically on the worst team that was in this this run. I mean, unless we're going to count the first one. Do you see what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like, you know, I just thought that was uh, that was a little bit of a reach. But ultimately, I, I do think Ferber's team might be better than mine. Uh, I think no, I think mine is the worst possible team of the three for Tony to coach. Oh, for Tony, yeah, that's probably true. Like my team, how does my team work in a blocker mover? Like it you doesn't. can't. No, you can't because well, you'd have to run something else because Mike Scott isn't really a blocker. Yeah, and who else is? Like <laughs> you're gonna and have Mike, Gray as a Mike Scott's gonna smack Mike Toby if he makes a dumb decision with the ball. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, although, I, but in hindsight, I would love if to my watch. My team was an NBA team. It'd be the, probably the best team. I would love yeah. to watch a team where Kihei was your point guard, Justin Anderson was your two, Dre was your three four with Toby and Scott. Um, I mean, Tony might literally have no. No uh, pepper up top. He would be all salt uh, at that point, at the end of that season. You know, I, at the I, end of- I think that yeah, I think that my team would be like if we picked a different coach, and my coach was like Nolan Richardson. <laughs> I think my team would be awesome. <laughs> so wait, so Dave, I think, if, I think if Tony had your team, Justin, he would probably put Toby on the bench. Yeah. And start Zaglinski and Clark in the backcourt. He would want to have an extra you, ball handler. Yeah, that's you true. can do that. You could have Mike Scott play the five or whatever. Yeah. Like, I that's think not, that's probably the better team that you have. But yeah, 
And I thought about doing that at one point, but then I was like, that's not, you kind of like taking Mike Scott away from what he's good at. Mm. Um, I should have thought about that and not taking Jay Huff because Tony would never have played him. Um, <laughs> so wait, Dave, what do you, what do you think of the, of the breakdown of, of these three teams? Which one is to you is the best? I, I mean, Justin got kind of got saddled with the third pick. I mean, honestly, I like Justin's team a lot. If you put Sammy in the starting lineup and have Toby coming off the bench, um, all right, counterpoint. What if you Jerome, had what if you had Zaglinski starting and you took, but excuse me, and and instead of bringing, uh, instead of starting him alongside Clark, what if you started? And again, I know Tony has to coach the team, but what if you started Landisburg instead? Man, I mean, then he's taking shots from Dre. I mean, well, that's Dre, my other that problem is, is, is that, it like are we talking? Why, which that, Dre do you assuming, get? Yeah, assuming you that get, there's no like Jay. Like, how does Sylvan Landisberg come off the bench? That would be, like, the craziest thing to see. Like, just how he, how, he like, probably wouldn't. He gets eight <laughs> minutes a game. Yeah. Um, so, so, Dave, so Kihei you... Clark's playing. Hold on. We, we, we have to vote yeah. on this. Uh, this is a democracy. I would vote, um, I I mean, my only issue with your, your team, Dave's Brad, team is. team is the closest to a regular team. Like, it looks like a, it looks like a team that actually played. Yeah. Well, that's because I mean, half I, I, of them played together. Yeah, more than half. Yeah, I mean yeah. Brogdon, Perantes, Wilkins, Hall, Atkins, Kyle Saul, Guy. We're all yeah. on the same team. Yeah, but the, I had outliers Kyle are key, Guy. Key guy. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, oh yeah, I like my team a lot. Um, but Jerome Harris, Akil Mitchell, and Anthony Gill on the same team—that's so Tony. Um, Mamadi would be the outlier there. Yeah, but you know what he would do? He would start Jontel. And he yeah. would play John Tell, and he would let Tide play off ball, and he'd play Harris as the three. And then he yeah, would let. That's a good team. You would almost have this year's team with that team. That, well, that's, that's actually exactly the, the sort of vibe I was kind of going for. It's like I was trying to. So, I mean, I wasn't this? thinking of it in terms. I was, I was thinking of it in terms of like the best talent you could put out there. I mean, there were times when Mamadi was just transcendent at, you know what I mean, this year. You put him alongside, I mean, uh, uh, Akil Mitchell and. I mean, who, how do you score against that? They'd be also, everywhere. I did, just, I did just think of something random with my team. Uh, Kihei Clark is like the best lob thrower of the group. Yeah, and I have Justin Anderson on my team. <laughs> so it would just be, it would just be, be Kihei fun. Clark throwing lobs to Justin Anderson. Until he missed one and then Tony would yank his ass. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's a question. Are all three of these teams better than the team that last, you know, the championship team? Ooh. Um, I mean, if you take cohesion out of it. Like, because yeah. I don't think any of our teams would be as good with that. Um, I don't think any of our any of our three teams has the the sort of consistent three point shooting that. And Jay only has. only one team has Jay Huff on it. If you look at my big board, like my big, big my big board, uh, three of the top six were on this let this past team. So that's, I don't think my bench and they're all split up in our bench. teams. I don't think my bench is as good. I mean, Zaglinski would be awesome off the bench, but like, Asan Sen was literally just—I just picked him for defense, like, just to just to get rebounds and guard. He's like a smaller Jayhoff. Yeah. Yeah, this year's team. Was I almost took so, the, so one of the guys, and I forgot to mention this is a guy that was on my board that didn't get picked. Um, the other guy I was considering instead of him was Jerome Mianci. That was the yeah, yeah, yeah. As I was looking through the the uh, Kim Palm, that was the only other name that I saw that he I legit. Had, he had a really good year, Tony's first year. Yeah, he did. 
Um, but it was kind of like he he's not I need I needed a guy that was just like a pure defensive player. And Hassan had a pretty good defensive season that last year, so he did all right. Who was your top ten on your board, Justin? The top ten. Um mm-hmm. The order, I, I kind of did it like a combination of how you guys did it. Yeah, but okay. I had Brogdon 1, Hunter 2, um, Scott 3, Jerome 4, Guy 5. Uh, and then wrapping around, who am I forgetting? Um, oh, no, Joe Harris was above um, Kyle Guy. Um, and then I had, and then it was like um, Justin Anderson and then like Akeel. So I kind of thought that I got Justin as a steal, um, like falling to me, and that's why I took him. It wasn't really like a good fit from a team perspective, but he was the best player on the board, uh, Anthony Gill. And then I think at the end of the top ten, it was like Mom. Got interested at ninth, right? So yeah. yeah, I think it was like yeah, it was like Mamadi Akil, something like that. I, I deleted it as they were picked, though, so I don't, I don't. Um. I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but um, so I, I said I, I basically I sort of ranked each position group. I had Joe Harris ahead of Dre. Is that is that I had blasphemy? Joe Harris number two on my big board. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, man, and I sure. really got some serious value because you had Brogdon and then Harris, and then did you have Jerome? Mike Scott. Oh, so you had okay, interesting. And then Kyle Guy. See, the thing with me is I was looking at like not. Ju- I mean, obviously Joe. Joe was. I had the fifth pick NBA in this player. year's NBA draft, number five on my big board. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Wow. I didn't. I was trying not to overthink it. It was like, also, like you think about what he brings defensively. Like he's way better than Joe on the defensive end. He is. Um, he is. But I so have four I'm, years of putting you know, proof with Joe. You know? Yeah. I think my problem with Dre is just like he had those games where he would sort of like vanish. Oh yeah. Or halves. You know, like and and in part that was game. because of sort of the talent around him. And yeah, you were going to be in a situation where you were going to have some really good dudes, but like you were also going to need him to sort of be an alpha. Um, yeah. And I mean, look, if you're if we're talking peak, right? If we're talking national championship second half overtime, Dre. I mean, that's a different story. But I I just thought Dre ended up on a good team in the draft because Mike Scott and Justin Anderson would have activated him. Yeah. yeah well, that's okay. True. Been Here's on. a question. Here's a question. This is more for Brad, I guess, but. Which one of these three teams would be your favorite to cover? Just like looking at the groups. Well, Yours. Dave, all right. For, 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 all right. Let me look. <laughs> I think mine would be the most most interesting. Dave's Dave's has has arguably the two best quotes, um, with Brogdon and, and and Guy, but then like London and Zay and Dev were just were just, you know, they were engaging kids who who didn't necessarily always sort of open up. I would. I would refer to them as like professional. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then you also had Jack Salt and Braxton Key, who are in that same mold. Darion Atkins will just say whatever the hell he's thinking. So that's actually good. yeah. If I imagine if I had Darion on my team, but then for you to have Mike Scott and Justin and uh, Landisberg, but see your problem there is that you've got Kihei and Mike Toby and Zaglinski right. and Asan. I and think Dr- it's mine. I think it, you you get Ty Jerome. Uh, AG was engaging and always hilarious, right? You'd have Jay Huff doing wacky stuff in the background. Um, yeah, yours is pretty good. Well, because you have like the professionals, because so you have like Joe and Akil who were like not they didn't really like clown around that much but they were good quotes and then you have jerome who's like an alpha sort of like tell you what you know say whatever he wants 
especially down the stretch there. Um, AG's the funniest probably of all these guys, um, I would say. And then, yeah, Mustafa Farrakhan, I couldn't, I don't remember anything about him. I wonder how Joe dunk, Harris dunk and Todd Jerome would get along. That would be weird. Yeah. You wonder how, wait, say that again? How, I wonder how Ty and Joe Harris would get along as teammates. Um, as teammates. Especially on the court. Like um, a cat and a cat bird. Um, yeah, I, that would be, it would be really interesting. Um, it's funny how like you can shuffle like a lot of these pieces because Tony's only been there for so many years and, and the first couple classes or a couple of teams were not like, you know, chock full of dudes. That's one of the reasons why there was a coaching change. Right. But like you can look at some of these cats and, and you can, you can really tell like that they were recruited by the same guy, but some of them are very different dudes, you know, in terms of their personalities. So how they mesh yeah, together. It's, it's almost like it's not a binary, like this guy's a good fit for our program and this guy's not, right? Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> Are we going to get into that? No, I don't think we should get into that. No, that's all I have to say about it. Um, now that I'm looking at it, the one dude that may have been the most interesting would have been KT Harrell. If, we, if, if somebody <laughs> had actually picked him, you know, that would have been really interesting. It would have been super interesting. Well, um, yeah. And then you have, like, you know, the parents of, the, of these kids. Also, Will can, Cheryl, we, can we remember that in fifteen sixteen, Malcolm Brogdon was second on uh, um, Kim Palm's uh, Player of the Year, and, yeah. out, and Anthony Gill was tenth. I was going to say they had two top ten guys Dang. that year. I mean, what did he even have on a national and, championship and team? And I think if I if I remember correctly, part of that season at least, I believe it was Mike Toby was like very high up in that. What was a kill in his senior year? He had to be up there. All right, hold on. Let me... I mean, if Akil Mitchell averaged over 13 points a game one year. I think that was his junior year. Yeah, his junior his senior year he didn't hurt. score as much because they brought in AG and, yep. and Brogdon came back from his injury. And, yeah, and then he had Justin off the bench in and, and London and so on and so forth. I think Akil would be even more dominant today than he was. Yeah, I, think my, I think my team would definitely uh, have Tony – getting mad in timeouts more than any other team. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, I would, I would definitely. Tony wouldn't have to coach mine. He'd just sit around. Yeah, yeah. Yours is just like full of dudes yeah. that would just go out and play. <laughs> like, that's, the, that's the one Dick Bennett would coach. Imagine like, a world where, where Dave could package uh, Braxton Key and Darion Atkins for Kihei Clark and Asan Sen, and then you literally would have Tony Bennett not even having to do anything. Well, that's what we should have done is we should have we should have just made a trade somewhere in here. Like, um, should we take? If our... I could trade, if I honestly, if I could trade for one guy, like not not a first round pick, I'll say, or first or second round, I would probably trade for Kyle. Well, he because of the offense. I mean, and he's not. Yeah, he, he just does so many things like on the offensive end that like I don't have. Yeah. Um, if I could start, if I could start. Ty Jerome, uh, Kyle Guy, Joe Harris, Akil Mitchell, and Anthony Gill. That team was a national championship. Not, I mean, you know, one just did that. But you see what I mean? Like that, that team would ball the heck out. Like, yeah. If I could start Kia Clark, Ty Jerome, <laughs> Kyle Guy, that team wins. That team wins a national championship. Uh, I can't you wait for all the. You got another ad read to do, Brad? Do I? You got another ad read to do? No, no, just no, uh, I, I got you were, the doing no, or something. I got the one, and I got I got the th- the thing at the end. Um, oh, okay, I can't wait for the people on the message board just you know to tell us why we're all wrong. Wait till the Dave Leto era when we do. Man, that's gonna be that, good. yeah. Actually, off season, the Pete Gillen era would be hilarious. The off season is not that long, Ferber. We're not we're not getting oh, to, I, we're not getting I, to the Dave Leto era. I had London Parente's number eight on my big board, by the way. I, I love that guy. 
Yeah. I had him like twelfth or something. He wasn't that low. I think. I, I honestly thought I was like I can get him later. Like, <gasps> All I, right. Hey, well, let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Instead of a walk on, let's say you can take one player from the Pete Gillen or Dave Lado rosters. <laughs> All right. To add to my team. To add to mine's, your, a, mine's a no brainer. To add to your own team to make them as good as they possibly could be. All right. Reverse the order. Justin goes first. Mine's Sean Singletary. <laughs> Dang it. It's not even close. <laughs> Like uh, I, 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 I didn't have a point guard, and now I just got one. Um, go ahead. No, Dave, you go. Um, I'm still thinking. I mean, I got Devin on the bench, Key on the bench, Salt on the bench. I got Kyle Guy. I got Brogdon. Um, Keith Jennifer. Guards are so. I knew. I knew what he was I'll, I'll go Jr. I'll go Jr. Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm Here's... taking Roger Mason Jr. and balling Ooh, the heck out. Yeah, that's a good one. Damn. <laughs> it was either him or Travis Watson, and my team was really big. So you give me uh, you give me Roger Mason, and y'all are imagine y'all are in shambles. Travis Watson to my team. Yeah, you talk prob- about some personality. Yeah, that would have been fun though. Talk about or team Elton, I want to cover. Elton That's Brown. a team I want to cover. Hey, any player in Virginia history, we all add uh, what? Who? Brian Smith, Ralph Sampson. Who's that Ralph Sampson guy? <laughs> yeah, listen, we're not. Don't get me in trouble again, okay? <sighs> Man, it was one. It was amazing. one. It was mo- it was a moment of of weakness, and I apologized. Okay. Now what we need to do is go create all these players in NBA 2K, assemble our teams, and meet up for a three-game. <laughs> isn't there some sort of place where we could sim these things? Like, isn't there a way for you to? If build- they're listening, these are the teams. Well, they it's have the that peak games. year for any of the players we have. You can do like 2016 UVA versus 2015 UVA. Yeah, it's a shame you can't like plug in specific players and move them around. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Although with Dave's team, you basically just take one year and. <laughs> You could, if you had the time, you could go on 2K and build a roster. I don't want to do that. No. So anyone's listening who has a lot of time wants to build these rosters. Dave's team team lost to Michigan State in the second round of the NCAA tournament. (laughs) We're done here. I know. I was there. Um, I can't – seriously, the title of this episode is Tell Me Me Why I'm Wrong. Um, Because this is going to be one of those topics that people are just going to like either – It'll be crickets, or they will they will just rip us to shreds. Um, or I'm I'm kind of hopeful that they'll start picking their own teams and whatnot. That'd be great. I can't wait for somebody to be like, "How did you forget?" And it's going to be like some really good player. We're going to be like, "Oh my god!" No, yeah, I've I look. I've specifically I look. I've been clicking through a, each year in King, in Kimpom just to make sure we didn't like randomly forget some. It's like we didn't. It's like imagine if we just went through this whole thing. We didn't draft like Joe Harris or something. Right. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, burn the tape. <laughs> yeah, um, I was I was afraid guys like Mustafa or KT Hero. Um, or DT might not get mentioned, so I made sure to put him on the list. Yeah, yeah. I uh... Austin Nichols didn't get drafted, so yeah. No, he did not. Didn't the highest per, the, the highest point per game not to get drafted in the Tony Bennett era. Not you would think <laughs> he's has not to be right, but you know what? The highest uh, the highest um, efficiency would didn't get drafted either. Uh, uh, Grant Kersey. Yeah. <laughs> did that change after the? I don't. Th- no, he never. No, he never. He never took another shot. Never he didn't miss. Shot. Yeah. Hmm. Well, also, uh, one player I did have listed, and he didn't end up making my final list, but I did want to shout him out because he was really good, and they needed bodies in this time. Was Will Sherrill? Yeah, I think um, I mentioned him. Yeah. Like he just kind of he was a walk on and came in and just kind of like busted his ass and start ended up starting. He was a good player. I mean, that guy. I don't know if he fits into this draft, but. He, he's, you know. Go look at that team Tony took to North Carolina and beat the crap out of. Him. Yeah, I, that, that's the <laughs> one game. I remember, that's the one game I really remember from that season. 
Um, besides like getting destroyed by Washington or whoever it was, they, they got absolutely killed by somebody that year. But um, that that game, they went down there and won by like 15 or whatever. It was like, how is this happening? It like, with yeah, it was like they Calvin Baker and yeah. oh yeah, there you go. You know what I love? I think Virginia won a national championship. I don't know if we went an hour and we just crossed over the hour. Did we go an hour? Did we go? Well, I think we're all recovered now from the run. I'm getting, I'm getting football fever now. So, I mean, yeah, I'm like, one of these game times showing symptoms, (laughs) (laughs) showing symptoms of the preseason awesomeness disease. Which you know, preseason awesomeness disease is going to be really rough when you have the the coastal divisions. best returning quarterback on your team well yeah see now see now and i don't want to get into this too much because we're rapping but i mean now it's like other people outside of us three have it like yeah. people like that don't cover you yeah, yeah. yeah that's true remember last year when i said bryce perkins was gonna be good man those were good times okay if uh if you are someone who um has uh, that's gonna come back to haunt you later why what no, no, not on him. I'm just saying there's there's definitely something out there that you said that was wrong. No, there's plenty of stuff I've said that was wrong, and everybody reminds me of all the things I said wrong. Very yeah. few people remind me of all the things that I said right, so sometimes I have to remind them. Uh, if you are someone who found the podcast through the website, thank you very much for giving us a listen. If you don't mind, look us up on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Uh, give us a rating or review, which helps to get us out in front of more people. If you are someone who's found the podcast but hasn't given us a look at the site, check us out, CavsCorner.com. Right now, you can check out my feature on the aforementioned Bryce Perkins and the sense of urgency the Cavaliers have going into the summer months, as well as a feature I did the other day on uh, Terrell Jana, who I think is um, poised for a big year. Uh, you can also read the latest on five-star center Walker Kessler, 2020 um, big man who – um, is going to stick in that class, which is which is interesting, at least in terms of UVA's fit. Because um, so that recruitment is going to be interesting to watch. Um, and then I've got that uh, two parts of that conversation with Mike Curtis talking first about um, the international kids and Francisco Cofaro, and then also how do you, you know the, the idea of trying to keep those guys fresh late in the year as well as the development of Jay Huff. Um, and you know the aforementioned Jay Huff, I'm sure many fans were very happy that I drafted him tonight. Um, I also want to mention, again, uh, we are now part of the Fanatics affiliate program, which means that if you hit the link that's in the show notes for your podcast app right now, or if you use the link that's inside the content item for this episode, you can not only hook yourself up with plenty of uh, gear from Fanatics, but you can also help support Cavs Corner in the process. Uh, so let's say you um, you haven't had your fill yet of uh, national title gear, or maybe there's some UVA football gear ahead of the season you'd like to, to get ahead of on Um so college, NBA, NFL, baseball, whatever it is, if you hit one of those links, anything that you find on fanatics.com, long as you hit that link, it helps to support our site. So I want to thank everybody who has already done that. Uh, apparently these things work. Um, and then to anyone who will do that in the future, thank you very much, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, so, again, I want to thank everybody out there for supporting the show. As always, I want to thank David Ferber for giving graciously of their time. I very much appreciate it. Uh, and I think it's pretty clear I won the draft. Uh, for David Spence and Justin Ferber, I'm Brad Franklin, publisher of CavsCorner.com. Thanks for coming out. We'll see you soon.